Hello and welcome back. If this is your first time, then welcome in. My name is Dustin Oliver. This is the American Youth Podcast, where we're discovering any and every everything and any and everything that we can. God, another rough start. Um, today I want to look into sugar, um, and I want to kind of play with like what sugar is and what it does, and I think the realization of how sh bad sugar can be for you. I don't think a lot of people even realize that. And I never even thought about it until one of my neighbors, her name's Laura, who I'm going to talk to later. Um, she had a sugar addiction. And when you hear someone talking about the fact that they have a sugar addiction, you think of like, okay, this is me. And this is probably a little biased, but I think of like this middle-class mom who like, has like a chocolate bar every now and then, and she's like, oh my God, I'm just so addicted to sugar. I just can't help it. And that's what I think of. So I think of it as kind of a joke. And I think that most people think of sugar addiction as a joke, which I know I did, and until it was brought to my attention of someone that was like, no, like it's not a joke, like it's serious. And it actually like detrimentally affected my life and my health, which I found to be just like, I'm like, okay, now I have to know everything. So I'll talk to Laura a little bit later, but first I wanted to talk, I looked up a couple of things that some medical health professionals were talking about because I thought, okay, let me, I can't just take, I can't just take like one person's word for it, even though I trust her and love her very dearly. Um, I was like, let me look it up and see some of the statistics and some of the things that people don't realize about sugar. Um, so this here, I just want to read this. This is from SarahGottfriedMD.com. Sarah Gottfried is a doctor who looks into sugar and dietary things, whatever. Um, obviously I'm not one cause I don't even know what they're called. Um, but no, so, um, sugar, some doctors and nutritionists are claiming is United States of America's number one addiction is sugar. And that being because virtually everybody, regardless of their age, regardless of their gender, regardless of their social economic status, it doesn't matter. Sugar affects absolutely everybody. Um, so it's one of those that definitely, it doesn't matter where you're from or who you are, or what you think sugar is affecting you in, every, in everyday life. Um, and so this is from Dr. Mark Hyman. He's the author of The Blood Sugar Solution. Um, it's a 10-day de detox diet. You can look into that if you want to. Um, it's just something that I found online. Um, but he says that being addicted to sugar and flour is not an emotional eating disorder. It's a biological disorder driven by hormones and neurotransmitters that fuel sugar and carb cravings, leading to uncontrolled overeating. And it's the reason that nearly 70% of Americans and 40% of kids are overweight. 70% of Americans, that, I don't know if anybody realizes this, I'm not a mathematician, I don't expect anyone else to be, but that's like the majority of the population. Um, and it, and it, it's because of like sugar and carb cravings that are leading to uncontrolled overeating. This is not something that like... I think when people look at people, they're just like, oh, well, they just need to eat better. They just need to work out and stuff. And I think that there's a lot more to it than that. Um, it's like your body. It's it's how, how you were raised. It's, you know, and, and a lot of times people can't help the things it's that they're going through. Like, it's hard. Um, but no, I it it this whole article that he wrote or this whole book that he wrote is really interesting. And in just the fact that I think people should check it out just to kind of learn about sugar. Um, there's also a website called sugar.org that I was looking at earlier and it, it tells you all this information about sugar. Um, that was really, really interesting. I, things that I just like, I didn't realize before. Um, 
so let me here's another statistic too. Um, I'm just full of them today. So in the 1800s, the average American consumed four pounds of sugar a year. So four pounds of sugar in a year. Now the average American is consuming 105 pounds of sugar a year, and that's from the USDA. That is crazy. I mean, I don't even I don't even know the math behind that of like how big of an increase that is. But if if you have like anything going on up there, then you can tell that it, that's a huge increase. Um, so there's another thing too that uh, this is from addictionresource.com. Um, they actually have like there's a bunch of different categories like alcohol, heroin, cocaine, all this stuff, and sugar is one of them too. Um, and so there's a couple things on here that are withdrawal symptoms of sugar that may manifest as early as 24 hours after quitting sugar intake. And most people don't even realize that they're addicted to sugar. So first off, let's go over, here are some clues that you may be addicted to sugar, flour, and processed food. And this is from that doctor that I mentioned earlier, Dr. Hyman, um, which is, I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name. If it is, then okay. If it's Heman or something, then I'm sorry that I'm saying Hyman. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Um, so here's some clues that you may be addicted to sugar. Um, you consume, here's number one, you consume certain foods, even if you're not hungry because of cravings. You know, for example, just like I'm not really hungry, but I really want to I really want that Kit Kat bar. Um, and I say Kit Kat bar because there's literally a Kit Kat bar on my counter, and that's the first thing that I saw. Um, so number two is you worry about cutting down on certain foods. So I think it's just like the conscious realization of like, I'm eating too much of this. I need to stop eating it. Um, number three is you feel sluggish or fatigued from overeating, uh, which I've felt before. I think it's that feeling of like eating a huge meal and you're like, oh God, I have to take a nap. Um, number four is you have health or social problems that are affecting your school or work because of food issues. And yet you keep eating the way you do despite negative consequences. Um, so I think this is either having like high blood pressure or you're going into situations and maybe you're too tired to handle things or you just don't physically feel well, which I think would include like social problems that are affecting your job and your life um, because of the way you eat and you continue to eat that way despite the negative consequences. Um Number five, you need more and more of the foods you crave to experience any pleasure or reduce negative emotions. So I think it's like you you go from like one candy bar to two candy bars or you go from like a slice of whatever to two slices or, you know, you it's just the gradual buildup over time, which is addiction. Um, so I mentioned earlier, I'm going to go back, right back to it. So see this, these, are, bleh, these are some of the symptoms of sugar withdrawal. Um, cravings, lethargy or lack of energy. Anxiety, headaches, muscle pain, insomnia, chills, nausea, and gas and bloating. Um, and that last one is not fun. Um, so there's so many things about sugar that I don't think that we pay attention to or realize. And I encourage everybody to go and independently look it up. And because I don't want to just keep reading things off, because that'll it'll just be from my point of view. Um, I think it's really important for people to kind of look up sugar and be aware of the foods that they're eating and they're consuming. And even things that you don't realize have sugar in them have sugar in them. Um, so I, I just, I was so interested in this and I looked it up and I went crazy over it. And I, she, I was like, let me interview you. So she was like, okay. And I was like, thank God. Um, so she came over and I talked to my neighbor, Laura. Um, she had a sugar addiction and it wasn't, it starts off pretty calm. It starts off kind of like, you know, you're just kind of like, okay, well, I, I do that and I do that. But eventually 
she gets she's eating so many sugars that it become it kind of consumes her life and she starts to have negative health effects um from it she starts to gain like a rash she like gets she she talks about it later in the interview you have to you have to stay tuned and listen to it she says it better than me um but it's it's just interesting to me to look into this because i never even thought about it like i was i don't think a lot of people do um about how bad sugar is um and Laura's story is just really interesting. It's not it's not like a normal story of like, you know, the housewife that I'm talking about that's like, I have too many, too much sugar. Um, she went through some trauma, um, some serious, serious trauma, and her response to it was eating sugar um, and sugary foods and cakes and all that stuff. So I'm really excited for everyone to hear this. And what I'm really, really hoping out of this episode and this interview is that people gain kind of an awareness about what sugar can do to you and the fact that we need to pay attention to how much we're eating and what we're eating um so this is this is was really interesting to sit down and talk with her and she's super sweet you're gonna love her uh anyway this is my interview with laura this week on american youth Anyways, hey Laura, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're doing this. And I figured out recently that I have like the most interesting neighbors. Mm. Um, I and I met most of them at the dog park. And the funny thing is, is that we can't go to the dog park together because our dogs are mortal enemies, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> For whatever reason. Um, but yeah, so it's just like the funniest thing that. I just I meet certain people in my building and I'm just kind of like they just have like the most interesting stories and I'm just like what like how do I not even know it kind of like brings to light the fact that like you could literally cross anybody in a in a crowd mm. and have no idea who they are or anything about them and mm-hmm. then they just have like this backstory that like you you know like you know nothing about mm-hmm. um, which is really cool yeah um, but anyways let me shut up um, where are you from here in Atlanta? Like I'm from Atlanta, one of the few natives that hasn't left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where what part of Atlanta are you from? Like what neighborhood? I am, let's see, DeKalb County, like um Burcliffe, Claremont, mm-hmm. Lakeside High School. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just over there yesterday. It's a pretty cool place. Um yeah, I like it over there. Mm-hmm. Um and then you ended up over here like towards the west side. Mm-hmm. So like did did something attract you about the west side or like you just wanted to come over here? I used to work about three miles away. Mm-hmm. So it was like the best commute, mm-hmm. you know, and this area is really fun and, and I just, uh, it's up and coming and yeah, yeah, I like it. <laughs> yeah. No, they're like gentrifying everything, which I, I haven't quite figured out if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet. Right. Um, that's something I'm actually like going to be exploring in a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, it's like gentrification and stuff, but, um, so far it looks like a good thing you know it's a mixed but, bag yeah but i don't know i've heard so much about it too that i don't really know you should bring someone on uh yeah i think i might it. yeah um but um no so you've had like an interesting like nutritional journey totally um that i think is like really interesting and it's 
I, I want to say it's unique, but I feel like it's a lot more common than I think it is. Mm. It's just something that like me or like other people probably like haven't really heard about. Mm. Um, so as of today, you're sugar free. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, what do you, is there any, I know you were, you made us some delicious like, um, oh, that's right. some like pancakes. Gluten free. Yeah. Bloated free <laughs> pancakes with mm -hmm. pumpkin and coconut flour. And they were good. And they were amazing. Yeah, they were really good. Yes. I was like, I would have injected the syrup into me. Like, is oh, what I would have so done. Oh, so good. Um, but no, so like, when did you, when did you like try to cut out sugar? Like what, how did that come about? So this is quite a journey. So I, let's see, pretty much been addicted to sugar my whole life. Mm -hmm. So we didn't party in high school. You know, you think about people that would go and, you know, get drunk at parties and do all this stuff. So me and my friends, we would hang out together and we would go to Brewster's or we would go to Dairy Queen or, yeah. you know, and that's normal for people, but like we would do that. And then we always had sugar in the house. So my dad was like a sugar holic too. Um, and so, um, yeah, I just would eat so much of it, you know, and it's celebrated. It's, you know, when you celebrate things, there's yeah. sugary desserts and um, for birthdays and things like that. So I was just surrounded by it all the time, as I, we all are. Yeah, I mean, and, and I, yeah. I was going to say, I think that it's like, it's kind of like subconsciously like, like built into our brains at this point, like just mm -hmm. of how much sugar is in things. At what point, was there at a point like when you were younger that you thought that like maybe I shouldn't? Like maybe I'm having too much sugar or mm. did you just not even think about it until like an older point? Yeah, I didn't think about it because I I was thin and so, um, you know, I didn't see any consequences to my diet. And mm -hmm. so, um, and then I went off to college and, um, you know, they have the dining hall and it's like buffet everything. Yeah. And then I, you know, kind of blew up a little bit and, uh, I'm sure your listeners can relate to the, like the freshman 15 or 10 or 20, you yeah. know, and the freshman, uh, the freshman 40, the freshman 40. <laughs> yeah. You know, whoever, whatever. And, um, yeah. And I would come home and I would just, um, you know, I always exercise. That was always like, not anymore, of course, but, um, that was always a constant. So I knew it was something to do with my diet and, you know, I would just yo-yo and in, in college I would come home and I would eat really clean and I would stop and then I'd go back to college and just like binge it out. Yeah. Kind of like what I think some people's experiences with like drinking would be right. like kind of you had that experience with like yeah. sugar. Was it, was it like just sugary foods or was yeah. it like any type of just it was dessert a, cookies, yeah. cake, ice cream. And how bad was it? Like what, like when you say, like you would binge out, like what, take me through like a day in the life of like college Laura would mm -hmm. look like. Yeah, I would definitely have, you know, a dessert at every meal, not breakfast, that's, never mind. So mm -hmm. probably, yeah. And when I say binge out, maybe that's, that's a sensitive term. Maybe I shouldn't say the binge word because, um, yeah, that's not exactly what I was doing, but it just, it was not, um, it wasn't healthy. And so... Um, I went off to, uh, work abroad after college. Oh, where'd you go? And well, I, you went to Spain, didn't you? I went to Scotland and oh, I was okay. there for six months. Um, and, um, I don't know if, uh, any of your listeners have, 
you know, anxiety or depression, but, um, I know I sure do. (laughs) (laughs) And so what sugar does is it raises, um, it, it brings out dopamine and endorphins. So it's kind of this excitatory, um, euphoric calming thing. And so, you know, I've been in counseling for gosh, like 10 years, most of my life, um, family stuff. And, um, I remember, sometimes after like the hardest sessions I would like go immediately to the bakery and just like eat my feelings yeah. and then I would feel better and then something else difficult would happen and I would eat another so that know. was like your natural response was mm-hmm. like to eat like sugary oh yeah things or emotional eating for sure <clears throat> and it's addictive so it's yeah. you know it, it was really hard for me to just have like one cookie so mm-hmm. um So yeah, I, um, gained a lot of weight when I was abroad and I came back and I weighed more than I ever had. And I, um, started seeing a nutritionist and she taught me a lot about nutrition. And, um, this was back in 2008. So it's been, it's been up and down with this whole sugar thing. And maybe some people can relate or you can relate. And well, I know I can definitely relate because, um, I don't really talk about it that much, but I was like, I went through like a pretty heavy party phase. Right. Um, Like I'm 25 now. So like early Mm twenties, which I'm still kind of in, I guess. Um, Like, so basically like from like 20 to like 22, 23, Mm -hmm. we were just going out all the time. Yeah. Um, So, and we were partying all the time. So we were always drinking, like always like hanging out, doing whatever. And so I got to a point to where I was like, okay, I don't, I, like, I kind of got that feeling that you got of like, mm-hmm. this is not, I don't need to be doing this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like we're going out, we're having too much fun, yeah. essentially. Sure. <clears throat> so what I did was I decided to like stop drinking. So I just like quit drinking cold turkey. Yes. And I went like a couple of days and was like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I started craving sugar. Yeah. And so what happened was, and I didn't even know what that that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started buying the cookies and cream bars. Yeah. Um, and I, I would buy like literally the whole pack, mm-hmm. like the whole box. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't know how many I was going to eat that night. Mm-hmm. This is crazy that I'm even saying that. And I'm like, because I'm like, what? Did I really do this? Oh, yeah. But, and then it's an issue also, like just to get a little sidetracked. It's something that pe- I think people talk about in such a joking manner oh yeah that like when people are talking about it seriously it's hard to relate oh yeah we want to minimize it like oh it's not that bad but it's like i like someone would get me a box of chocolates you know like valentine's day or whatever and i would be like i would eat it in like one day and i was like embarrassed by that so i'd like hide it you know and when there's shame involved it's like oh isn't good so yeah and then i think you go on like line or you watch tv or whatever and they it's completely normalized in the aspect of like it's it's just kind of like oh well i ate the whole box of chocolates you know what are you gonna do like you know that's how they treat it but in reality it's like when you're eating a whole box of chocolates every day that's not good nope Um. (laughs) nope so where it really escalated um you know it's it's just been kind of a theme through my whole life but where it really escalated was um in 2013 my mom was diagnosed with brain cancer and she was like my best friend And, um, it was really devastating. And, um, I went into a really deep, dark depression and, um, I ate my feelings and, you know, many of us do that, but, um, I literally would eat, uh, dessert every meal. Like that would be the meal. So, you know, people, um, sometimes make cookies for, you know, 
holidays or whatever, and I would buy them and I would eat like half the thing of raw cookie dough. And then I would have ice cream for lunch and then I would have cake for dinner. And I don't know and how this is I'm like not your, diabetic. your diet. Yeah. Yeah. So this was like, so my mom was sick. She lived about two years and then my dad was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer um, just a few months after she died. That was in 2015. And he battled that until 2017. So there was four years of just craziness. And so, um, you know, I kind of gave myself permission to, I guess, let myself go and say, you know, my parents are dying. Like, I can um, do whatever I want as long as it's not like heroin or cocaine. But, you know, so I didn't like OD, but, you know, I certainly um, I had health consequences and I didn't um, I didn't really pay it much mind because I was just in such a crisis mode with my parents. But, um, you know, I just told myself when this is all said and done, I'm going to get my health back and I'm really going to focus on it and I'm going to deal with the emotional issues and with the um the diet that is literally out of control. So I would buy like full cakes from the bakery and I would just like work on it over days at a time. Mm-hmm. And people would and be that- like, wow, you, what are you celebrating? And I'm like, mm, grief, <laughs> <You know? laughs> cancer. Well, I used to have this thing that I would say to a lot of people all the time is I'd be like, it was even a joke. Like I would just kind of be like, why do you have to wait for special occasions to eat cake? Like, oh, why yeah. can't you just buy a whole cake? Yeah. Um, and it's just like to to see somebody that's actually living that, I think, like, w- one question that, like, really, so this whole time that this is going on, like, yeah. you're obviously, like, on, are you, were you on social media, like, kind of, like, just, you know, like, regularly, like a normal person? Yeah, yeah, Did you sure. ever see anything while this is going on that kind of made you feel like this is okay? Um, <clears throat> I think I kind of, I kind of said, whatever, my parents are sick, or my mom's sick, this is devastating. I'm in survival mode. Um, like I know this is unhealthy, but I just need to get through the day. Um, and so what happened was when my, um, you know, years go on from this. And so I start developing physical symptoms Mm -hmm. from eating so much sugar and it really led to really motivating me to change. Um, you know, I think, any sort of unhealthy habit or addiction that anyone has, you know, until you really have consequences from your actions, why make a change? You know, it's like, I mean, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I mean, if if you're doing something constantly repetitively and nothing bad is coming from it, why would, why would you feel a need to change that? Exactly. Yeah. So people say like, Oh, you know, I need to change my diet. And I'm like, well, if you don't feel gross about yourself or you don't feel, you know, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be motivated to change. Like, yeah. So what, um, do you, what, what type of things were like happening to you? Like what were like physical reactions that you were having? Yeah. And at this point you're eating like, you're eating like sugar. An insane amount of sugar. Like for every, you know, every meal. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like, you said like four years that this was going on. Yes. Yes. So what, what type of thing, what does that do to your body? Like, well, first off, how did you feel physically like daily basis? Like, did you, did you have, what, what was your energy level like? Were you it fatigued? Horrible. It was horrible. You were just tired all the time? So, you know, the depression of watching my mom die slowly was horrible. Um, and I had had depression before. So, you know, obviously like it was something in my um, genetics. And um, and so, you know, you don't realize this, but 
um, you know, I've just, after all of this, I've been researching nutrition like crazy. And so, um, you know, when you eat so poorly, obviously you don't get the nutrients that you need. And so you're malnourished, you know, you think about, oh, like we live in America, we have vitamins and things like that, but you can't absorb those things if you're just eating trash all the time. Yeah. I mean, if your, if your main source of energy is cake. Is cake, which let's be honest, it's delicious, but like, yeah. So it was not, it wasn't helping me, but it was like my drug. And so, um, I mean, it literally was was. like, it literally was, that was your coping with, I mean, it's like, you think about people that. I mean, if you think about like a similar situation, like somebody goes through like their parents getting sick and then, mm-hmm. you know, you're going through all those emotions, you know, a lot of people's reaction would be like maybe to like drink. Oh yeah. And so that's would be one thing or like, you know, to kind of go and just d- different things. And mm-hmm. so your immediate reaction was like to just eat sugar. Like that's what you knew. Yeah. You it know? was like instant, mm-hmm. instant way to feel better. Um, and so, um, yeah, so I, you know, I've had pretty good skin, you know, my whole life. And so I started getting this rash on my chin and face. And I think, um, dermatologists called it dermatitis. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where you go to a traditional doctor, um, and they just don't get training on nutrition. I mean, I think maybe they get like a couple hours of, of nutrition counseling, but a lot of it is you have this symptom, here's this pill. And so, um, I just felt that, that they didn't, you know, not at all to knock, um, traditional Western medicine doctors, but I just felt like they didn't, um, address and see my wellness in a holistic way. Um, and so I, uh, pursued, integrative medicine. And what that is, is, um, looking at the whole person, looking at exercise, looking at the emotional wellness and looking at, um, what we're putting in our bodies. And I, um, I really needed that. I needed that guidance and wisdom. And, um, I was just, I was a mess. And, uh, there's a clinic here, um, called center spring MD, and they are Western trained um, nurse practitioners and doctors, but they're also trained um, on Eastern medicine. And, you know, some, some of it kind of feels like hocus pocus, mm-hmm. you know, they like have acupuncturists, they have, um, what is it? Ayurvedic. I'm probably saying that wrong. It's um, okay. You're not a, you're where not... you like put, you know, quartz and, and different like, cr- oh, like, crystals. Oh, oh, like minerals and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't try that cause I'm not. I'm not as bold, but, um, <laughs> you know, you'll get there. I'll get there. Um, <laughs> I'll go next week. Um, but no, I think that uh, that's coming. That's, I saw this meme the other day that was like, um, no, you posted it. I, I totally think. posted yeah, it. Yeah. You posted it. Cause <laughs> I was about to describe it to you. It's like, it's like it, 2000, mm-hmm. like BC is yeah. like, we should get healed from this route. And yes. then like, it goes through all the different Time, like time periods of like take this pill do this do that and then it's like now we're getting back to where we're like okay take the root again take these herbs um, take these, yeah and i think if it if it's not broken don't fix it you know if right. i think you know medicine is obvious i'm not a doctor um are you sure i well i mean i could be um <laughs> i thought you were a doctor i yeah i'm a doctor oh okay yeah. um i'm just out of patience <laughs> um but um but no i think that a lot of times like what you were saying is i just spoke with like I just spoke with yesterday. Um, I did an interview with um, a chiropractor, mm-hmm. uh, Ben, that we were, we were talking about earlier before we started recording. Yeah. And he kind of just talked about a lot. Of, I was talking to him about like, you know, 
chiro- like chiropractic medicine mm-hmm. and why it's important for someone to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he kind of just mentioned to me that it's like, it's just bringing you back to the basics mm-hmm. of like, what are you putting in your body? Like, you know, how are you treating your body? Like how, how, how are you sitting? How are you walking? How are you, you know, just like all the things about it that I think sometimes a lot of people will go to a doctor and be like, okay, well, this is what's wrong. Fix me. And mm-hmm. they're, they're, the solution is like, here's a pill. Right. But in reality, it's like, maybe you could go to like a holistic center or something yeah. like that and have them to kind of be like, okay, ask deeper questions. Like, mm-hmm. what are you eating? Yeah. Like, how are you sleeping? Yes. Um, you know, are you focusing enough a day? Like what's, you know, what's, what's mm-hmm. different things like? So is that like when you go into like holistic medicine, like what forms of like holistic medicine do you prefer mm-hmm. and what forms like have you been exposed to? Like, what do you know about and in, in, like just with your personal experience? Yeah. So, um, you know, some of the stuff is, has been on the fringe, but it's kind of coming into the more mainstream is the idea of gut health and how, um, gut bacteria, which is, you know, really enhanced by, you know, probiotics, a, a good wholesome diet, um, and healthy lifestyle is, um, that the bulk of our immune system where we also, um, manufacture neurotransmitters that have to do with our wellness, like serotonin, dopamine, norepinephrine, that the majority of all of that is made in our gut In our gut being, you know, your intestinal tract mm-hmm. where we absorb nutrients and things like that. So it's, you know, basically the gut biome. Um, and things like that. So when you um, don't eat well or you, um, I don't know, abuse drugs or alcohol or you're in a high stress, what happens is um, the lining of your gut becomes damaged. And some of you may have heard of this. It's called leaky gut syndrome. So basically the lining of your gut where you absorb nutrients and manufacture um, chemicals and hormones that make you... um, a well person, um, becomes compromised. And so that basically leads to not absorbing nutrients the way that you're supposed to. And so, um, these holistic clinics offer holistic testing and, um, what they do is they measure your vitamin levels in ways that holistic or sorry, in ways that traditional doctors don't because insurance panels don't pay for them mm-hmm. and they're not trained on those things. So what I did was at center spring is I got this like nutrition evaluation. And so it showed me basically all of these vitamins I haven't been absorbing. And so for example, vitamin B deficiency in that manifests one of the things is depression and anxiety. So you look at like, okay, well, my diet is contributing to me having anxiety and depression. Like what? So, so there's the whole gut bacteria stuff and the way that they approached me healing from this, this poor diet I had for years was let's heal your gut. Let's, um, flood your body with with vitamins and um you know by that time I was really motivated to change because you know um no one wants a rash on their face <laughs> you know um call me vain yeah but, well, so I, I mean or anywhere else in general you know let's be honest <laughs> so um so what had happened was um if you know 
I guess basic biology, you think about sugar feeds yeast, right? So I basically was feeding yeast in my body. And all of us have a, a normal level of yeast in our guts. It's kind of part of the gut bacteria balance. But when you just ingest so much sugar, the yeast overgrows. And what also happens is it kills off the good bacteria. You know, you think about good bacteria, bad bacteria, probiotics, antibiotics. And so basically you just want to balance in your gut. And so, you know, if you're just like eating cake every day and cookies and, you know, all these things, um, I'm feeding this, this yeast. And I, I just basically that contributed to this dermatitis on my face. Um, what it's called is candida overgrowth. And so um, basically I, we're going to get real. Okay. Um, I, I can handle it. You can handle it. <laughs> so um, I just became very fungal. Mm-hmm. And so you go to a doctor and you're like, Hey, I'm eating a lot of sugar and I'm having all these issues. They're like, uh, stop eating sugar, I guess. Or, you know, it's like, it's yeah. not something, you know, it's not like I have a broken arm or I'm like, Oh, I know exactly what to do. Exactly. <laughs> right so, this way. <laughs> right. Right. So, so what I did with this, um, and I ended up seeing another, um, chiropractor, um, actually who specializes in holistic medicine as well, because, um, center spring MD is wonderful, but I felt that, um, his name is Dr. David Jockers and his, um, clinic is in Kennesaw. I felt that he was, um, maybe more specialized in, uh, candida in the gut and things like that. And so basically I'd had candida overgrowth and, uh, uh, imbalance of bad bacteria in my gut. And so, um, you know, if you guys want to look up uh, small, it's SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth and candida. And so you can tell that you have that by handful of symptoms. But also what's really cool is when you get these holistic tests, um, it shows things that you would never see from a panel of lab tests from any just traditional doctor. So it will show you like different strains of bacteria, you know, um, and of course some of it's like a pee test and one of them's a poop test and Mm -hmm. it was so stressful but they it's really cool because they analyze what's going on in your body you know and and so if you have this imbalance so anyway i feel like i'm all over the place but no 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 you're making perfect sense so i had this um so candida and cybo symptoms of that which you know after i you know want to read about it i'm like what's wrong with me like let me get a, a sense for um, what this is about. And um, there's some good resources. Drjockers.com is the website. And then Dr. Josh Axe, actually, they both have great information on their websites for holistic medicine. And um, and so I had, yeah, I had the face rash. I had body odor. It's so bizarre. But like, I was so embarrassed about how much I like, I just didn't smell good, you know, and like sometimes we all have a little funk sometimes, but it was like not normal. But it was, yeah, it was, you were in, you were, after all that time, your body is finally, you're finally like seeing 
like reaction yeah. from it. Um, so what let's, so what did you do? So in order to like change this, when you mm-hmm. got to the point to where you just kind of realized like, I can't do this anymore. Right. This is not, this is not going well. You reached like a breaking point. Yes. Um, so what do you do at that point to where you're like, you know, obviously you're like, I can't do this anymore. I can't live like this anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what, so you go and you have these tests done. Yeah. Um, and then what, what do you do then? Is it kind of like, I know you work with the doctor and everything, but like, mm-hmm. what is it? You change your diet, yes. you exercise. Mm-hmm. Like, what do they, re- what is like the one of the big thing that they recommend? They recommend, I, I know obviously they tell you to stop eating sugar. Yeah. Stop being a maniac. Uh, yeah. And yeah. did you quit real quick? I'm sorry. This is off. Did you quit cold turkey? Cold turkey. Yeah. I, oh, no. um, yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm done. You know, my, you officially have my attention. Um, you know, I had other symptoms too that were just embarrassing and made me just feel really ashamed of my body. And, um, again, why make a change if you don't have symptoms? But I was just like, I feel gross. You know, I, um, I had toenail fungus. Um, I, um, had bad breath, like not your typical bad breath, but, um, you know, and then, um, yeah, so I just uh, I needed to get my health back, and so um, what they did was what I did was I stopped cold turkey sugar, and I also was advised by this clinic to drastically cut back on things that turn into sugar. So the idea is that you starve your body's overgrowth of fungus, you starve off the food supply. So like, and this is really intense, but like bread turns into sugar, carbs, grains, fruit turns into sugar. You know, it's like, that's one of our body's main sources of energy is, is sugar. And so I, it was kind of stressful. So what can you eat? So basically it was like healthy fats. Um, like fish and stuff like, like fish, avocado, coconut oil. I love avocado. So good. Right. I love avocado. And so, um, and then non-starchy vegetables. And, um, so yeah, I got very familiar with Brussels sprouts and spinach and kale and cauliflower onions. Um, how long did you have to do that before, before you felt like you were kind of getting back to normal or you felt better? Like several months, honestly, I would say probably. Oh, months. Oh, I was yeah. expecting like a week. Of, oh, like, heck no. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no. Cause I had had what's called systemic candida, which is, um, basically it's, it's in your bloodstream. Cause you know, I just, um, overindulged so much for so long. And so, um, what we did. Yeah. So there's the diet change and then you have the holistic, uh, supplementation. You know, if, if, if you guys have been to a chiropractor, you know, they have all these supplements that, um, they sell. And sometimes you're like, are you just trying to make money? Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, at, at, at that point I, you know, I just wanted to be open. I just wanted to be better. I wanted to get better. And so, well, also let me say, I want to say something in defense of the chiropractors Yeah, because I was just thinking about this. Um, people, a lot, a big, a big thing of like chiropractic that when I was looking it up before I, it's so weird. I just did this interview and right. we're talking about this now. Um, was that people are like, Oh, they just want to make money. Like that's it. You right. know? Um, but also I think what does a medical doctor do? You know, would it totally. not be the same thing? And then you talk about things like, um, 
like you mentioned. And that's funny because I was thinking about that too. I'm yeah. like, they have all these supplements and all these things. Like, you know, they're just trying to make money. And then I think about like, what is the prediction, the prescription drug industry? Totally. Like, period. Absolutely. Um, it's just so a different It's sector. just a different way to look at it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe like people aren't making as much profit off of it. So like, as they are like pharmaceuticals and exactly. stuff. So they, anyways, I'm sorry. That was just like a quick side note that I thought of. I'm like, well, if they're making money that way, then our doctors are making money and Right. Just different ways. Yeah. Just different ways. Yeah. Um, but no, so you supplemented and so I took you- like turmer, like there's, um, different herbs, you know, and, and you're just like, this is crazy. Right. So I'm taking fermented turmeric in capsule form, like with every meal and I'm taking, sorry, I was taking not anymore, but for several months, turmeric, oregano, um, what they call digestive enzymes, which basically help break down your food and make it easier on your gut. So what the goal is to heal the gut lining. Um, and that way you can really heal. And so, um, and then basically, um, I took vitamin B in what's called a methylated form. So if I wasn't able to, um, absorb vitamin B. Like if you go to the drugstore and you get like a, you know, you're just your general vitamin B. Or what about B. like a B12 shot? Like that is things like that wouldn't work for you. We didn't talk about that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess, you know, they do offer those at the clinic, but, um, you know, I just basically was taking so many supplements and herbs, you know, and then they, the chiropractor, Dr. Jockers, he, he has these customized blends um of supplements where you know some of them are like one of them's called um candida eliminator um and so it's like this cocktail um in a capsule of what's called antimicrobials say that a few times i think that's right yeah antimicrobials microbials and so basically you're what you're trying to do is you're attacking the what becomes a parasitic um, overgrowth of bad bacteria and fungus and you're trying to, and then also like, um, taking it, I was taking a ton of probiotics and I still do that. So you're trying to build up the good bacteria. That reminds me. It was so funny. You came over, you stopped by. So you were walking past my apartment. <laughs> this is just like a, a funny side story. You're walking past my apartment and I had a friend over and you're like, Hey, and I'm like, Hey, come over. You know, <laughs> um, it's like 1230 at night. I'm right. like, yeah, come over. Which I had just told like my my friend that was over, I was like, I'm bored. And then so we went outside and I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. um, <laughs> what a coincidence. Right. Um, but um, so you came, you came in and me and her were like just about to drink probiotics. And I was like, the best. hey, you want a probiotic? And you're like, yeah. So like we all just like <laughs> so lame. Like we all just sat here. It's like 1245 at night and we're like talking and we're like, yeah. Like then we like cheers the probiotics. <laughs> We're so classy. Oh, corny. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, I'm so sorry. The best. But yeah. So you keep taking probiotics. So you you're doing all these things to your body. You're making mm-hmm. these rapid changes. Yes. And that was like you said months. Like what? Like six months? Eight months? I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's been about a year and a half mm-hmm. of all these changes. And when I tell you, so Dr. Jockers has um, a nutritionist on staff, and um, shout out to her. She's wonderful, Melissa Noor. Um, she worked with me on, um, changing up because what you want to do is you want to change up the antimicrobials so that you're constantly kind of attacking the 
parasitic, uh, overgrowth from different angles. So you want to, um, you know, attack the inflammation with turmeric, you know, people, you know, in, in Eastern medicine and, you know, you always hear about people in India with their turmeric and how they're living until they're... I guess I've been, I, I keep, I, I want to say like turmeric. Is right. it, is it like potato, potato, but it's not? So there's two R's in, in turmeric. T- turmeric. And then, yeah. so it's not turmeric. I said turmeric for most of my life. Yeah. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I've been saying it wrong this whole time. Yeah. Well, I, you know, you know, SIE. I used to right. call it, I used to call it an acai bowl. And the lady never corrected There's me. There's 10 ways to say that word. Well, I mean, the lady never corrected me. And, and then I heard one lady come back in behind me and she was just like, I'll take an acai bowl. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, oh, this lady. And then I figured out that I was pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> I think most of America is pronouncing that word wrong. Well, it's like, it's Euro too. There was a lady oh, yeah. at the mall one time. We were getting Euros and the lady comes back and she's like, I'll take a classic gyro wrap. Oh, yeah. And then me and my friend are like, oh, this bitch doesn't know what she's talking about. <laughs> A gyro, please. A gyro, please. <laughs> um, but no, so I, you know, I do, I do the same thing, like turmeric. It's turmeric. Ter- turmeric. And I could be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Leave a comment. Well, you can't comment on this, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Say it out loud in the car or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, um, so yeah, I was just taking all these supplements. And I'll be honest with you, it's expensive because, you know, um, you get a prescription, your insurance pays for it. And, you know, if you have, I guess, your average insurance, your, you know, prescription will be $15, $20, $30 copay. Um, You know, these supplements are um, not subsidized by insurance. So you're having to pay out of pocket. Um, And a lot of times it is um, a hindrance to seeking holistic care. And I get that. And so... I think what's important if, if any of the listeners want to pursue it is having an honest conversation with whatever provider it is and saying, Hey, this is as much as I can afford. What are the most important supplements that I could take right now? And let me, let me ask you something. Cause this kind of just crossed through my head. What would you say? So listening to that, of um, like when you mentioned like that, it is expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> What would you say? Because I mean, I just like the first reaction. I'm such a negative Nancy. Um, and so my first reaction is like, oh, well, yeah, it's expensive because they're like ripping you off. Like, right, so right, what would right. you say? Because that's just like what I, that, I'm just like, that's what my mind goes. Is mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, it's expensive because like they want you to keep doing it and all this stuff. Right. So as far as like you physically feel like, you know, like, is this been something that like money aside, like, yeah. has this been something that has like helped your well-being? Yes. Like you feel like. How, like you, was this like a, just like a crazy turnaround that you feel like how, how do you feel compared to when you were eating sugar, Mm -hmm. when you were stopping eating sugar Yeah. and what were the, first of all, what were the withdrawal symptoms? I had withdrawal symptoms. So back in 2008, when I made these changes after coming back from Europe, no lie, my stomach was upset for three weeks. Like that's how toxic it was. Yeah. Of your body, of your body just trying to clean this out. Yeah. It was like, what are you doing to me? Mm-hmm. I'm used to this, you know, it was just freaking Where's my out. sugar? Right. Where's my drug, please? Um, yeah, I was freaking out. And I'm so grateful I didn't have that this, this time around because that was miserable. Three weeks of, you know, all that fun stuff. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I, you know, I just, I'm so, I'm so grateful because, um, you know, it's been so difficult you know it's hard when you go to a restaurant with friends and you're like um no I'm gonna have the salad with uh the fish and um you know people are enjoying you know their comfort foods or or whatever but when you start seeing changes 
from the hard work that you put in or the hard work that I put in. It's just, it's so powerful because, um, you know, it, it takes a lot of discipline to take, gosh, like probably six supplements with every meal and then taking charcoal or what's called bentonite clay, which is, um, basically a binder. So when you eat something, um, and you can't digest it properly, or there's toxins associated with it, what happens is if you take charcoal or bentonite clay in between meals, what it does is it binds to those things and then gets rid of it. And so you're just detoxifying. So the goal is just detoxify, cleanse, and, um, and yeah. So I, um, I can thankfully say that, you know, a year and a half later, my face is back to normal. I don't have this embarrassing face rash. I don't have to wear all this makeup. Um, and I know that sounds really vain, but like, you know, I have- no, it's that's, that's reality. That's like, you know, I had like a gap in my teeth. So I like went and paid X amount of money to get like the right. whole Invisalign thing and then had them whitened and all this stuff. And <clears throat> just to look at the before picture and I'm like, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I mean, and I do say, like, I think a couple months ago, like, I saw you, um, I saw you, and I remember saying, like, you look very healthy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what it was. I don't know. It wasn't like, it was like a, like a glow. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you were maybe happy or whatever it was, but you just looked very healthy. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I think you do look healthy. Thank you. So that's just kind of like the vibe, like, and comfortable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. so like I think that like all these things I don't know what you were like before, mm. um, but I think that like you look healthy now. Well, thanks. You yeah, and I want to I want to touch on that too because when I cut out sugar, I had this within three days. I had what's called this brain fog that I didn't even know I had. Lift like a haze, yes. like to where, you- and it my memory increased. And, and enhanced my alertness. Oh, increased. you mean something that you had had while you were eating sugar? Yeah, and oh, I okay. didn't even know I had it. Mm-hmm. And so I take this out of my body, like cold turkey. Within three days, I can concentrate better. My memory's better. I'm more alert. I didn't even know there was this thing called like sugar bloat. But like I just had this pouch. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I've been bloated my whole life. That's interesting and it's like an issue you're like yeah i'm just like permanently bloated like i hate it so much and then you're like oh it's because of all the sugar that i've been eating it's because of all the sugar Mm -hmm. putting in my body right Mm -hmm. and so um you know and also through these tests you know i learned that i'm sensitive to gluten and so um through that you know i've made changes for those things and and are you gluten-free i'm not bloated which is just great i am i try to be gluten-free so you know like my toast is um gluten-free bread it's like gosh it's made Mm -hmm. from like brown rice flour or something and it sounds super granola and everyone's probably like gagging just thinking about all these changes (laughs) but i'm telling you if you give it a chance like for a week you will just notice um a difference and and so i lost weight also and um you know i am um i weigh you know, and, and it had nothing to do about weight. I could care less about, you know, being 10 pounds heavier or being 10 pounds less. Um, but I'm, I'm, you know, toned and people are like, Oh, do you work out? And I'm like, regrettably, I don't, which I probably should. Um, well, yeah, I mean, we, I've been on that, but I've been trying to get on that boat for years. Jesus, I tell you what, but yeah, I just, um, weight loss is, literally all about nutrition, you know, and I just, um, 
you know, obviously exercise is important too. Hear me. Don't, you know, don't, don't hear me wrong. <laughs> you're not a, you're not a doctor. It's okay. Right. Um, you just play one on TV. I just play one on TV. So, um, but yeah, I just, I'm so grateful, um, to, uh, to, you know, be a new person, you know, and, and not to negate, um, you know, I know we're talking about nutrition, but, um, I had a lot of trauma as well. Um, emotional trauma from watching my parents, um, suffer and, you know, some stuff from childhood that, um, was really creeping into, um, emotional eating as well. And so addressing that with weekly counseling and actually doing trauma therapy, um, what's called EMDR, um, really was life changing. And so it, um, again, holistic health, you know, let me address the physical, let me address the emotional, um, and things like that. So, so this whole thing, as far as like you going to see like your chiropractor's office and mm-hmm. going to see a nutritionist mm-hmm. and basically your approach to kind of take on holistic medicine has ultimately like helped you go, it's helped you with the grief of losing your parents. Yes. You think, I mean, like yes. you, it's, it's helped you in like ways that were you implying, were you thinking it would help you in that way when you first sought it out or did, was it just something that like. You were like, I just, I don't feel, I don't feel good. I want to go and make a change. Yeah. Were you expecting it to like kind of change you mentally as well? Or like, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think, um, you know, like being a female, um, having toenail fungus. I mean, I think any person like that's Mm -hmm. embarrassing, but, um, you know, women, we wear sandals, we get pedicures and things like that. And so to be embarrassed about my feet, like, um, and so I've, I've got this herbal stuff. The brand is called Biocedin, B-I-O-C-I-D. Um, that's not it at all. There's no <laughs> N in that spelling. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, um, well, neither of us are spelling bee champions either. But so. it's working. It's mm-hmm. working. And when I tell you it may sound crazy to put herbs on your body and in your body and all this Gut bacteria, yada, yada. Well, I think smoking it weed works. is an herb, right? So that's something that, I right? mean, I'm not saying you do that, but I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if you're anti-herbs or whatever and you smoke weed, then maybe you should think twice about being anti-herbs. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, I think that you and your life today is healthy. Right. Yeah. I mean, you feel yeah. healthy. I mean, I, I know we, we tried that. You made those, we mentioned earlier, you made, um, what were they? The pancakes? Yeah, the pancakes, yeah. Yeah. And they were good. And it's like so interesting. I I, I don't cook. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I manage a restaurant, so I don't cook. I like watch people cook. And yeah. I'm like, you know, keep doing that right. You know what I mean? <laughs> way to go. Um, <clears throat> good job. Way to go. Here's a golden star. Right. Um, so I don't really have any concept of like how to actually cook. Mm. So we went over and we made... Um, these pancakes at your house mm-hmm. and they were just all these different healthy ingredients and I think you realize how fun cooking can be mm-hmm. you know because me I live in like this, this studio by myself so it's like I never want to cook I'm right. like you know like who am I going to cook for the dog yeah. you know like I don't like um, you know and so I think like being with friends and or with a significant other being mm-hmm. with somebody or whatever while you're cooking can really make it like change the whole experience. Yeah. Um, and it can like bring people together. Yes. You know, I think that's a cool thing that like when we were making those, I just remember thinking that as I'm like, we left and I was like, did I just like enjoy cooking? <laughs> like, and and I didn't even do anything. I just watched. You helped stir. The you moral support. Stir the I did stir the batter. Yeah. The moral support was very crucial. Yeah. <laughs> 
Right. Totally. It's all I needed. But yeah. So what's your diet like today? I just want to end up with like one question. Like what, what, yeah. what take me through like a day for you. Like you're not on the heavy supplements anymore. Are you? Or are you still taking I actually taking am them? kind of, um, I, I'm not taking turmeric. I'm not taking oregano, but I'm still taking probiotics, digestive enzymes. Um, and I'm, I'm still kind of finishing out my antimicrobials just cause I have them and, um, yeah. you know, might as well. And they're expensive. So shit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I'm just using those up and, um, yeah, I just, you know, it's funny taking the test and looking at the results from before all these changes and supplementation and then having a retake of the, the holistic testing and seeing in the data, you know, I'm kind of a sciencey person and seeing the yeah. data of, wow, like this unhealthy bacterial strain is almost at zero and look at this healthy bacteria and, and look at, you know, these fungal markers, which, um, again, holistic testing is going to show, but you'll, you'd never get if you went to a, a were you able clinic. to kind of compare them to each other? Yeah. Like when you first started and the, so dr- cool. the difference was like completely so cool drastic. Yeah. And you, and your body is like, your body's working like yeah. it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I'm not <laughs> embarrassed about my body and, and, you know, there's some other things I didn't mention, but, um, you know, not feeling gross about, about who you are is just, it's, it's so powerful. It impacts your self-esteem and impacts, you know, the face that you bring to the world as dumb as that mm-hmm. sounds, you know? Well, I mean, I think it's like when you look, when you, when you feel good, yeah, people can tell. Yeah. Like, I think I, al- I always had this idea of like when people, I love when people look comfortable mm-hmm. because I think that when somebody looks comfortable, they are like, they look content and you know, you can just tell when somebody's not happy with themselves Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter whether you're smaller or bigger or Mm -hmm. medium sized or, you know, very muscular, not muscular at all. Me. Um, Like it doesn't matter. I just think it's like when somebody has a certain level of confidence and Mm -hmm. they look healthy, healthy and they act healthy and they, you know, they, they're, it shows, I think it really, really shows. And so I think that like whatever you do to get to that point, you know, I think it's important. I think, mm-hmm. and I think people don't take enough care for themselves. Right. You know, and, and we talk about, like we mentioned like earlier about like money and everything mm-hmm. about something being expensive. And then I like this thought just crossed my head of like the amount of money that like I personally spend on just dumb things that don't matter. And I mean, and you know, I like, I've, you spent X, Y, and Z amount of money on this thing. But when it comes to like your personal health and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you're just like, I don't want to spend that money. It's right. just kind of a crazy concept exactly. to me mm-hmm. as to why somebody would not want to literally like invest in their own health and it's an well-being. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about, um, you know, this is probably $200 a month for supplements. Um, you know, the insurance doesn't cover holistic, um, visits to, to holistic doctors, clinicians and things like that. So you're looking at, you know, um, like a $200 copay and that can really, um, that can suck, you know? So, you know, you want to take it at your own pace, um, save up, um, you know, it, it's an investment. And so, you know, I think about, um, like if you have a mortgage or if you have, um, you know, your rent payments and you think how much you're, you're paying for your house and you're like, well, how much is my body worth? How much is my health and, and wellness worth? You know, and, you, and some people will, you know, if they want to get in shape, they'll hire a personal trainer and that can be hundreds. I just did that. Yes. Yeah, I just did that. I start on um, Thursday. So awesome. Yeah, I'm like really, really nervous about it because I've <laughs> never worked out before. So what they were telling me was, is that the lady's like, you're going to shock your body. 
Yeah. Um, you know, she's like telling me all these things and I'm like, Oh my God. Like, right. <laughs> um, but it's like, I mean, and it's, it's, it's a couple hundred dollars. It's pretty expensive. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I think about it the same way as like, if I, if I were, I, I would be spending this money on like literally going out to eat Absolutely. And a shirt and, oh, yeah. you know, other things that I don't want to mention, but like, totally. you know, I would just be spending it on things that, you know, I would look at in the long run and be like, Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And especially like, this is something like, like I haven't really been on like a crazy health journey, mm-hmm. but I think that like so doing something like this could be like you know you introduce like you start something like this and mm-hmm. then you look back a couple months later and you're like thank God that I did that yes because there's times when I've I've personally been like I really want to do this or I want to quit this or mm-hmm. I want to do that mm-hmm. and then I don't and then I look back like six months later and I'm like I wish I would have quit it then or yeah. I wish I would have started doing this then or exactly. you know what I mean like and so I just think it's a new year. New year, new year. New year, new me. <laughs> um, same wig. Um, but no, I I, I I, think that, you know, I, I think that like your whole journey with health has like been really crazy. I think that people have similar journeys, mm-hmm. but not necessarily with the same things. You know, yeah. like I think that, you know, like sugar doesn't discriminate. And don't hate. You know? Yeah. And, and I love sugar. Everyone and like, does. oh, I mentioned earlier about like when I quit drinking a lot and then I was eating, I was eating a lot of sugar and then mm-hmm. I figured out like a friend of mine had mentioned to me was like, you're craving sugar because you used to be going out all the time. Mm -hmm. And now your body's not like your body processes alcohol as sugar. So now you're craving sugar. And it was the weirdest thing to me. I was like, Mm -hmm. I never realized how much like this was affecting me. And to this day, right. I I mean, there's the, there's a jar of Nutella by my bed. Sure. And I'm not even trying to be funny or ironic or whatever. Like literally there's a jar of Nutella. It's there. He's not lying. Um, I'm not lying. Um, (laughs) But anyways, thank you, Laura, so much for sitting down and talking to me. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, this has been really interesting. I've always been curious to talk about, like, because I know that you just have had a lot of issues, like, with health and Mm -hmm. kind of this whole journey. And so I always thought, like, I want to know what that is. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to just, like, come over and be like, hey, tell me about your health journey. So this (laughs) has been the perfect excuse to get to talk to you about it. Yes, thank you. Um, But yeah, thank you for coming, seriously. and keep it up because you look great and you look thank happy you. and you look healthy. Thank you. And thank I like you it. And you that. have really great teeth. I hate it. <laughs> I literally hate you. Anyway. Braces and crest white strips. <laughs> I just got some. They work. They do work. Mm-hmm. That's right. Anyways. All right. Um, thank you, Laura. Thanks for I having me. I will see me. you soon. I'm actually going to go take a tour of your house now because you just cleaned it. <laughs> New pillows. <I> <laughs> all right. Thanks. Thanks, guys.